Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, listeners, to Art Fair Radio. This is Connie Mettler of ArtFairInsiders.com, a social networking site for artists, and I'm also the publisher of ArtFairCalendar.com, the place to find the nation's best art fairs. Later in today's show, I will be taking calls, so write this down right now while you're hearing the beginning so that you can call me when a question comes up, 805-243-1338. 805-243-1338. About the half hour mark through the show, we'll start taking your phone calls. Today, our show is sponsored by actinsurancepro.com. That is A-C-T-I-N-S-P-R-O.com. And we are talking about everything an artist needs to know about insurance. As you well know, art fairs can be a dangerous business fraught with problems of high winds, theft, traveling with artwork, liability issues, damages to equipment, and accidents of all kinds. It seems the weather is increasingly precarious at the outdoor shows, and artists and art fair organizers need to be prepared against emergencies to protect their income and their health and welfare. Our guest today is Valerie Berenson, Director of Online Programs for Veracity Insurance Solutions. Veracity and actinsurancepro.com has developed an insurance program specifically for people like you who travel the nation participating in fine art fairs with liabilities as low as $39 to cover you at a three-day show and ranging up to annual policies. Welcome, Valerie. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Connie. It's nice to be here. Well, it's certainly, this is a surely an important question. It seems like we are having more and more storms at the shows, and artists just really need to protect their things. So I, I really appreciate that actinsurancepro.com has con- gotten hold of me today for us to talk about it. So let's start mm-hmm. right at the beginning, of uh, Valerie. Who are ACT, Veracity, and the Great American, and what is their relationship to each other? Okay, well, the ACT is is an insurance program that provides online access to insurance designed specifically for artists, crafters, and tradesmen. And we we are Veracity Insurance Solutions. We are the agent for the policy. We manage and handle all the customer service needs for the ACT program. And then the carrier is Great American Insurance Company. And Great American is an A-rated carrier on AM Best, and, and that's that's actually a company that rates the financial strength of um, in the insurance companies. And they're A-rated. Uh, they've been around since 1872, and they are the one that that is the carrier. So if you ever had any issues, you would contact us. Any claims, we would forward on to Great American. Okay, so as when we were talking a little earlier, getting ready for this program, um, I was asking you, what is the specific program that you have for artists and tradesmen and crafters? Has it? How long has it been around? Well, the art we started it about a year ago um, when we saw the need for liability for short term mostly, and but then it you know it's it's grown into annual policies for people that attend so many shows. So um, it's it's been around for a year and it has grown tremendously in that year. Okay, so you know, we everybody who watches television at all always sees lots of commercials for insurance companies, who's better and who's best and things like that. Mm-hmm. It happens, it happens that my father and grandfather owned an insurance agency, so I know a little bit about the insurance business. When you talk about veracity actinsurancepro.com, you as an insurance company do not own this policy. You are agents for a bigger company who carries all of the liability, correct? Correct. We are the agent, and and Great American is the one carrying all the liability, yes. 
And this is Great American. Uh, is it a good, reliable insurance company? Oh, absolutely. Like, like I mentioned, they're A-rated on AM Best. It's actually ambest.com. You can go and, and um, do a query on them, and it shows their financial stability. They've been around since 1872. Um, they even have a, a MLB ballpark named after them. So <laughs> they're they're pretty huge in the insurance. Okay, so this they're is pretty well known. So there there are good solid pockets here. This is a well known company that we're writing policies for. Even when I hear mm-hmm. this price of thirty nine dollars, I think, oh, this doesn't sound this doesn't sound really good. But now you're saying that it's it's well backed by this very well established A plus company, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's that's what I really wanted to know for sure. Okay. So then my next question, Valerie, why does an artist need liability insurance and what could go wrong? Well, there's actually uh, several reasons. There's let's just go over what general liability is bodily injury and property damage to third parties. So let's just say someone's walking in your booth they trip over an electrical cord that you ran across the floor. They they might fall and hit their head, um, and maybe they have to go have stitches. Well, that's bodily injury, and your liability policy would respond to that. Another example is maybe you don't stake down your tent securely. It falls onto another artist's booth, and it damages a large portion of their work. That's property damage, and your policy would also respond to that as well. Both of those situations fall under general liability, and if you don't have coverage for something like that, then you are financially responsible for that. So That's the just general so, liability. Mm-hmm. There's also so if I'm you doing know, you might an want to protect fair. your own property. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yes. So if I'm doing an art fair, oh, let's say in Illinois, and a storm comes up and my my tent hits somebody else's tent. The show is not responsible for that. No, the show is not. I can't blame it on anyone else. That's right. Mm-hmm. And what yeah, if my neighbor's tent? Time... Mm-hmm. Sorry. What if my neighbor's tent time... gets blown in? You go, Val. Go ahead. <laughs> what if my What if my neighbor's tent? <laughs> Your turn. No, okay. I'm just saying that there's times when the the event does not want to be held liable for something like that. So what they re- they request people to have insurance. So it's not only you know why do I need it, but you're you're being required to have it in so many events anymore. Um, you a lot of venues will not accept you unless you provide them with insurance proof of insurance. So. You know, it's interesting to me, insurance has been around for a long time in art fairs also. Is this something that you're seeing more of lately that has made uh, your company come up with this policy and answer to a need? I believe so, yes. And because you saw a, a lot, lot of the, the market? phone calls. Yeah, a lot of the phone calls that I get will be people saying, you know, I've done this show for years. I have never needed insurance until this year. This year they're requiring insurance. So I do see that. Um, happening more and more, where people will comment saying, "I I didn't used to have it, and now I now I need it because they're requiring it." So okay, it so even if the show increased. isn't recovering it, what even if the show isn't recovering it, why should I have an insurance? To, to protect yourself for the exact events like I mentioned. I mean, if if you can never you never know, and if something happens. You don't want to have to be financially responsible for that event. It, it's it's too scary, and especially with weather the way it is anymore, um, just anything can happen. And and without the proper coverage, you suddenly become financially responsible for any damage, any injury that occurs by your liability. Okay. So. Um what if you're attending a show and and bad weather hits? Are you insured for your own business personal property, my own tent, even if it doesn't hit somebody else's? 
We do have coverage for that in our annual policy. Like I mentioned, we have these short-term show policies. We also have the annual policy. Our annual policy does have some more comprehensive coverage, and it one of one of the coverages that it does offer is um, what is called inland marine, but it's basically it's business personal property. So if you and that's like supplies, inventory, equipment. Um, so your tent, your your if you're selling jewelry, your jewelry that's your inventory. Um, so in you know if the the pol for the policy to respond to a claim with like weather, the property it does need to be um, attended and and covered or protected. You know it can't be unattended and and uncovered. You know left out in the elements, which you know a tent. That's that if you're covered with a tent, wind blows, rain falls, damages, you know, that's that's the type of thing that the policy would is designed to respond to those types of claims. Okay. So um obviously if a wind can take out buildings, it certainly can take out an art fair. There's no no way, even though artists on, on our on artfairinsiders.com talk a lot about strong tents and what weights, no tent is going to stand up against some of these, these hard winds. So if for your own right. personal, so if your own personal business uh, property, your, your inventory, your tent, your equipment, that would not be covered under the $39 policy. That would be more extended, right. extended policy. So you have several levels of policies, right? Right. Well, what we have is we have the two levels. We have the short-term show policy, and and that is starts at thirty-nine dollars, and that's for one to three days, and then it goes up ten dollars every day after that. So a forty-nine dollar policy is for four days, and then on up to seven days, and then it jumps up to ninety days for eighty-nine dollars. Those short-term show policies are strictly for general liability, and that is for the events that are requiring that you have general liability. That is what those are designed for. Um, and then the annual policy has a little bit more built in there. It doesn't just have general liability, which is the slip and fall and, and property damage. It also has product liability. So. Your product, if your product were to cause an, any kind of bodily injury or damage, um, that would the, the policy would respond to that. Product being like, let's for example, you make jewelry, someone buys it, they have an allergic reaction to the metal that you used or something, and they they file a claim against you. That that's product liability. So that is is not offered in the show, and it is only in our in our annual, as well as the um, business personal property. So your supplies, your equipment, your inventory, no matter where it is in transit, if you get in a car crash and some of your inventory is ruined, that that is covered. That is what the the policy responds to. So. There's a lot better coverage on the annual policy, and it's great for people that attend a lot of shows throughout the year. Okay. Well, uh, listeners, while, while you're listening to this, you might um, also pull up your, this website, the actinsurancepro.com site, so you can follow along with more of the details because some of us are verbal learners and some of us are literal reader learners, so it's great to have both ways. So if you go to... A-C-T-I-N-S-Pro.com, actinsurancepro.com. You'll be able to follow along even better with our conversation. Okay, so I'm, you know, I'm really surprised when I look, look at this because um, this, I'm going to go back again to price. Um, to have an annual policy that covers as many things as you say is pretty impressive. My husband and I, when we were doing shows, we had many of the same coverages, and we were paying twelve or thirteen hundred dollars a year for the policy. Yeah. So why is this? Now we had that independently a, 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 through our independent agent written through their agency, so it was not a package. It was a package they wrote for us. 
So, and that cost us, you know, four figures. So, what's the difference here? Well, that that's the key. What you what you said, you had a policy specifically written for you. This policy is part of what we call a risk purchasing group, um, meaning it's a a group of policyholders or small business owners that have similar risks, and what they're doing is they're sharing a policy, but they are not sharing limits. So the limits that, that are on this are your limits. The only thing you're sharing is the policy. So basically the policy is the same for every person. Um, so we're, we're, we're kind of cutting out the middleman, I guess, in a sense, where someone doesn't have to write a policy specifically for you. The the coverage, it, it is what it is. If, if this is good and, and you think that this is adequate coverage for you, then that's perfect. Um, and the risk purchasing group is the Beauty, Health, and Trade Alliance, and it it actually states that on some policies, or I mean on all the policies, and it does tend to confuse some people once in a while. So if you see that, the Beauty, Health, and Trade Alliance, that all that is is a risk purchasing group, and you are a certificate holder, and you have your own limits. So that's mm-hmm. how we can we can have a really cost effective so so we're not breaking the bank because well let's face it this the way things are these days every little bit helps if we can save on insurance then then that's that's awesome for these small businesses that can't afford you know four figures for insurance right well the the other thing that's kind of interesting since since it's um all um oh the group is large a person who's like, say, a glass blower would have much more exposure to accident in in his work or associated with his work than, say, a painter. So the mm-hmm. risks, and if we're rating by risk, there there would be a fluctuation in premium. Whereas this right. sounds like everybody's welcome, right? Because it's yes. a large group. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, we do so have what? some things that we do exclude, you know, like all policies. Um, we do have some exclusions, and, and they're on our website. And, you know, they, they have a little bit too high of an exposure, and so there are things that we don't um, include. You know, someone that might make toys, for example, for children, that's a little bit too much of an exposure. So, you know, I mean, everyone's welcome, but at the same time, um, there are a few exclusions. Now, that's only on the annual policy. On the show policies, because we aren't providing product liability, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what your product is. You can still get the show policies. So when I am, the reason I would buy this uh, $39 policy, let's say, for example, I'm going to do three art fairs this year, and I need, besides Maybe the show is asking for it. Maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. I need this policy because something could happen. I am trying to make my risk to exposure to bad things happening smaller. I'm basically like buying car insurance because I could have an accident if I'm driving, and then this I could have an accident at a show. So that this is a basically like an auto insurance policy. Uh, bodily injury and property damage. It sounds like the same kind of a coverage. Is that is that right? Yes, for for third party, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So but now let's. Um, how about this? Um, what if I have a studio in my home? Will I will I have coverage? Yeah, if you have a studio in your home, um, and you have uh, the annual policy, you still have coverage for your general liability and your product liability. So if someone were to come to your home for business purposes and they slip and fall, the policy would respond to that under the general liability. And the annual policy would cover your business personal property while while in your home. The only thing, it would not cover the structure because obviously that's going to fall under your homeowner's. Um, and it's always we always recommend it's a very good idea to let your homeowner's insurance know whenever you are conducting business out of your home 
but it does it the policy does respond even if you're at home. Our policies are not premise specific. They do follow people wherever they wherever they go. That's why on the 90-day policy, they can go to as many events in those 90 days as they want. And you carry that you carry this liability insurance with you for all those days. Mm-hmm. As yes. well as when you are at your home studio. Yes. So this is not mm-hmm. just for shows. This is That's liability right. having to do with your business. Yeah, no matter where you are. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we even, right. if I, I, one thing I haven't mentioned, we even have a damage to premises rented. So like on the annual policy, there are some people that maybe they rent or lease a space. Um and and like a storefront or something, and and that's also co- that's a three hundred thousand dollar limit, and it covers basically from the paint in, and a lot a lot of um, landlords are requiring people to have insurance because they don't want to be held responsible for someone else's negligence or for something that might occur, you know, from from someone else's actions. So let's say you're running a bandsaw in your office, in your studio, an accident with a bandsaw. That would is that something this kind of policy would cover? Well, no. Or in a that sense, would... that depends on what the accident is. I mean, it, if they if they were renting, let's just example, they're renting a space. The bandsaw slips out of their hand, cuts the carpet in the place where they're renting, and they have to replace the carpet. The policy is going to respond to that. That's okay. But if they the if they do damage to themselves, that's not the kind of thing this po- policy covers. No, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. It is that would be. So. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. That would be something that they would refer to their health insurance company. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. It's sometimes these things they all sound they sound the same, but they sound very different, and it's it, getting the dif- differentiations going is pretty a little confusing sometimes. Um. Let's see. So let's see. Where am I? I'm on this list of all these questions I have for you. Um, so, so basically, when you the the product the liability insurance covers you your liability for yourself and for others and damage to others anywhere. That's okay. Then mm-hmm. let's say what about uh, goods and tr- what about when you're traveling? Well, that's anywhere, right? Yes, absolutely. And that again is it, because what you want coverage for in that instance is your business personal property. You want, like, like I mentioned, if you were to get in some type of a an accident and say say you make pottery and someone rear ends you and your pottery falls to the ground and crashes and burn you know just breaks up into 100 pieces um that's where the the business personal property comes into to respond um and uh that what it does is that the idea is that it makes you whole again so you don't have to worry about replacing all of that using your own money and that's again with the annual policy and that I don't don't think I've mentioned that is 265 if your gross sales are less than 50,000. Um 265 for the year. It's not a monthly thing. It's 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 an annual charge. And what about if your gross sales are more than 50,000? If they're 50,001 to 100,000, then it's 375 and anything over 100,000 we have people just call our office because um, the exposure is a little higher than what this policy is designed for. So um, we, at that point, we would probably need to underwrite a policy. But it would probably would be in. Would it also be in this group of uh, risk assessments so that you would be able to it, get it a, would, a nice price? It. it at that point, we take it to we we price it out and we try to find the lowest price that we can from any carrier that we can. Okay, all right. Because we work with several carriers, so. Okay, um, let's see. So if a people go to a, so you have three levels, the one show, 
for three to four days, $39. And then a 90-day policy, say for people who just do shows during a season, right? That would work mm-hmm. well for yeah. them. But yeah. then when you jump to an annual policy, it has the the first two levels have the same amount of coverage. They cover the same things. But when you jump to the annual level, it adds specifically what does it add? Specifically, it adds the product liability, which, again, is the, the liability for your product. If your product were to cause um, bodily injury or property damage, and it adds the business personal property limit, um, which is your supplies, equipment, and inventory. There's also something we added to the policies this last year. Um, it, it, it's for identity recovery. Basically what that is is if your identity was ever stolen, what what the policy responds to is it reimburses you for any expenses that you might incur to get your identity back. So that's also kind of a nice little bonus that we have on our annual policy. The damage to premise rented limit is higher on the annual policy as well. The show policy is only 100,000, the annual policy is 300,000. Okay. All right. Um, so how how easy is is it to purchase an ACT policy? Do people have to talk to an agent? No, I have to price things, no. these things around? <laughs> no, no, there's no quote um, because it's all online. Uh, you can go online. Um, there's, there's frequently asked questions out there, but we've made it very easy and convenient to buy a policy online, and you manage it online as well. The, 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 the great thing is you set up a username and password, and then you can access that policy at any time. If you need proof of insurance, you don't have to wait for our office to be open. You log on with your username and password. You have 24-7 access. So it's available to you anytime, and it probably takes maybe five minutes to purchase a policy. Wow, you, don't, you just have to, it's like ordering something, right? Mm-hmm. Just have to fill, yeah. in, fill in information. Okay, yeah. huh. Doesn't seem like the sort of thing, of course, that a random person would go out and buy. So I can see, yeah. Really soon, yeah. right? No, no one else is going to be there. Okay, I want everybody to know I'm I'm speaking to Valerie Berenson from um, ActInsurancePro.com. You can uh, call in at eight zero five two four three one three three eight if you have any questions. Um, ActInsurancePro.com. Okay, so. Let's see. Um, the thing that is interesting to me is, so I, I know that some of the shows, are more and more of them, are, are adding uh, the requirement that an artist show proof of liability insurance. And it's going to be mm-hmm. part of applications, and artists are going to have to provide proof of insurance. Now, some of them just they want proof of insurance, but other ones want to be added as additional insureds to the policy. I was at the St. Louis Art Fair last September, and a big storm came down between some big buildings and took out one section of the show. So shows like that um, are more than likely... Everyone is looking to see how can we take care not only of the artists but take care of ourselves to provide, keep the show from being getting in trouble here. So, so what the terminology that seems to be showing up for people asking for this is asking for an additional insured. What well, what does this mean? So, well, an additional insured basically they're not a party to the insurance contract. All it does is it endorses the the contract, and it just adds their name. It, it just amends the who is insured definition. So it provides them with limited protection in the event that a claim is ever filed against someone. So if if you did have a claim about what, one of my examples that I used where your tent destroyed somebody else, that person would only be able to come back to you. They would not be able to go after the event. 
So it, it's basically them covering themselves, and they want they want proof of this before they proceed because. Let's face it, people get a little litigious these days, and, and everybody wants to be covered. So that that's what an additional insured. It's also known, sometimes they'll just say they want to be a certificate holder. means the same thing. So, um, if, so that's part of the policy. So um, it means that the, the show will not be held responsible for, let's say, storm damage. Right, the, the show will not be held responsible for any any of your liability, for any of your right. negligence that causes bodily injury or property damage to another person. Okay, what, I was at a show means. a couple. I was at a show a couple of years ago, and a bad storm came up, and some tents that were in the middle of the street were not well weighted, and they were like. Um, the beverage tent and things like that, and they went sliding off into artist tents. So mm-hmm. the beverage tent people would need to have this. Is Correct. That, was it, their their policy would be the one to respond to that. If they if they didn't have their tent weighted down properly and it flew into someone else's space, damaging some stuff, they they would be the one that would have to respond to that. Correct. Okay. We have someone who has been on hold a long time calling from the 678 area code. Did you want to speak? I have a question for us. Hello? Calling from the 678 area code? Are you just here to listen? I think you're just listening, just checking in with you. Okay. 678. <laughs> okay. Okay, so then... All right, so boy, that I, I remember everybody gets excited. You know, they often tell the art, artists have they better be weighted down, and then some of these other sponsor tents and things are are not weighted or are not as well. They're not as concerned about it because they don't do shows every weekend, and they don't they don't have that. In, mm-hmm. But they, if they damage the artists, then they are responsible, right? Yes. Okay, that's what yes. I need to know. Okay, can. So let's say I'm going to this year, I'm going to go to the Old Town Art Fair in Chicago, and I want to add them to my policy. Is is that a complicated thing? No, it's it's actually one of the reasons that it is an online program because there are some insurance companies that charge up to $25 for that service, and by having it online, you can do it at any time, and add as many as you need. It's just a matter of logging onto your account, accessing your policy, and and adding an additional insured. And the minute you save that information, a certificate is immediately generated that you can print out. And if you have the event's email address, you can put that there, and it will automatically email that certificate to that event. Um, and that is a that is an awesome service. And but I do always recommend that people print out their certificate just in case. Boy, you you want to make sure you have that with you, just in case. Um, you know, let's face it, things get lost in the email. So um, just always make sure you keep a copy of it with you. Yeah, especially a busy show office. Okay, so let's say I'm going to buy this 90-day policy. And I know that I know what shows I'm going to do in those 90 days. When I buy the policy, I can add them all in right then. Yes. What you do is at the time you purchase, there is enough there. There's fields there for you to add one when you purchase, and then after you've purchased, you can go back in. You well, immediate. You're still logged on, and you would immediately have access to add more and more. If you've got them all, you want to do them all at once. And it just starts to list them out on our website, and there's a download link next to each name that you add, and there's so it creates a separate certificate for each one. And again, it's at your convenience, and it's absolutely free. That's that's pretty amazing. Okay, I, I like that one. Okay, so let's so it's all online. I'm going to do five shows. I'm going to be able to go onto the site, no charge. I put the information in, 
I can email it to them, and I can print it out, done. That, I take that one, one, one more thing off my list, right? Yes, yes. But to get ready. Now okay. you just get ready to go to your show. <laughs> All right. Well, got a few other things, but then there's this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the just actinsurancepro.com. It serves insureds and event promoters. Let's yes, say I'm promoting a show. Have, can I? Yeah, we have a link on there where a promoter can go on and add their event, and they can fill out exactly what they want stated on the certificate they can put in the email address that they want it to want all the certificates to go to and then that makes it that much more convenient for the the client the customer to add them as an additional insured they don't have to enter all the information the promoters done that for them so we do have we do have some promoters that use our site in that way and they'll go on and put all their information in and it's just a matter of of someone using the drop down oh there's there's my event and and that's all they need to do it's it's really convenient and it makes it so much easier they know the information's going to be correct because they entered it themselves so so you're saying this is a a service to show organizers that they can put up sort of like their own kind of web page kind of idea or a, you you would have a listing of the shows and people could click on that and that would take you to their information is that kind of how it works yes yes and it would fill it would automatically fill in the fields so they wouldn't have to manually mm-hmm. fill in any fields they wouldn't have to guess on anything um the promoter has already done that for them so it's just great if the promoter wants to you know in the beginning they just say okay I've set up my I've set up the event on on the actinspro.com website you just go out there and then at that point all they need to do is just put in their own information and and they're done. So this is a this is a service to um this is a service to shows because um the, especially when they start first start taking insurance if they could be just send this information after their artist, so they wouldn't have to be fielding call after call and get involved in vetting different places and different things. They exactly. could just be sent to this. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's this. Here it is. It's it's February, and I'm in Michigan, and it's. You know, it's snowing today. That's what it's supposed to do in February. But I have a I have great plans for July, and I will be busier in July. Can I buy a policy now to take care of my summer shows? Yes, we can. Actually, you can actually um, future date your policies, so you could buy one today, and you could future date it out as far as twelve months in advance. But um, that's the same with our annuals too. So a lot of people will buy an annual and then at renewal, you know, they don't want to wait until the day that it expires. So they can they can purchase their renewal a couple of weeks, a couple of months in advance, future date it so that it starts when their other one expires. So you could almost do your year even. Okay. That, okay, so that would be a nice, another nice thing to do in advance is making – actually, it's you know, it's, this is a bunch of the things that you've pl- put into this plan are making things easier. Rather than mm-hmm. adding more jobs, it's putting a bunch of them all in one place and expediting a lot of the paperwork that artists have to do. I have another caller uh, who's just called in from the 404 area code. Are you there? Yes, I am. Who am I um, speaking to? This is Ann Otzelis, and I, I, it's really more of a question for the group. And, and my question really is: Do you, we know of any particular artists or that are part of the art fair insiders that have utilized, you know, or benefited from this insurance? You know, had a situation where they've had some damages done, either that their tent is done to somebody else, or vice versa. You know, that where they have utilize the insurance policy and benefit from it. I'd like to see if there's anybody that can speak to that those experiences. Valerie, do you know of anyone? Um specifically that uses the Art Fairs Insider, I'm not sure. I do know that I've had some claims 
and we have never had any complaints about the way those claims were handled. So I, I mean, what we I, have I had incidences. For, yeah, yeah I was someone just that has maybe used for some it. referrals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. I think that would be good, you know, to help, you know, uh, satisfy folks' minds, you know, that they, you know, that they benefited from it. Yes, it was very good to have it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can give you some examples of some of the claims that I'm sure the people were glad they had it. <laughs> there was a bodily injury where it, um, uh, a kid was playing with one of their art pieces and broke his pinky, and um, that has escalated to close to 30,000, I think, at this point. It's... Um, that's something that they would have had to pay for if they didn't have this policy. Because mm-hmm. he, well, he ended up needing surgery. Yeah. So the the yeah, the policy is you know, is relatively new. It's just it came it's only been around for about a year. I'm sure there have been been claims but we haven't uh I haven't gotten to tracking any yet. So that that's a really good question, Anne, and uh, we'll, we'll post it on the website and see if anybody will uh, come in with some information for us. That would be great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. So you you've been ha- you've you've received some claims on the on this policy. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. We've received some bodily injury claims for the liability. We've received some of the business personal property. Um, where there's been some theft of their property, and you know, we we again, we haven't, I haven't had a single person that has complained about the way the policy has responded or in the timeliness either. I mean, they're they're very. I, I can submit a claim one day, and generally less than 24 hours, the adjuster has already reached out to the to the insured. Okay. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. You know, um, you mentioned something that we haven't talked about. You said something about theft. We haven't. Does this policy cover something in the area of theft? Under the annual policy, the um, business personal property is covered for theft. I mean, there is, there is um, obviously some, like one gentleman had a car broken into, and his 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 thing his items were stolen. Um, and the policy definitely responds to that. Another gentleman had his car broken into an unattended vehicle. Well, it wasn't broken into. He didn't lock it. So, you know, I mean, there's things like an an unlocked vehicle. I mean, obviously, if you've got your inventory in your car, you're going to want to keep your car locked for the policy <laughs> to respond the way you want it to. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, at least attended. His was unattended and unlocked. So um, the policy didn't respond, where the other gentleman, the, the, there was obviously a break-in, the police report, everything, then the policy's going to respond. So, Okay. This does not cover, like I know I have a friend who's, whose whole entire trailer was stolen at a show. This is not that kind of a policy. That would be covered under their auto policy? A trailer well, stolen. Well, again, the contents, what is on that trailer, if it's business, uh-huh. personal property, I mean, there are limits mm-hmm. to what we cover. You know, it comes with a $10,000 um, aggregate limit, which aggregate, excuse me, aggregate means over the 12-month policy period. So it does come with uh, $10,000. You can increase that if if you have more inventory or more business personal property than 10,000 you can increase that but if what if the contents of that trailer or what was on that trailer were was their business personal property the policy would respond to that it might not replace the trailer itself mm-hmm. but i can't really say that's definitely up to the adjuster but all I know is that if it's business personal property and it's stolen, the policy is going to to respond. That's what it's designed for. Okay. And when I when you use this uh, term, goods in transit, what does that mean? Well, again, that's if it's in your car. You know, you're 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 hauling everything to the show. Um, and that's going to be covered under the um, Inland Marine, the business personal property. So your property 
in transit from your home to the show and and it's damaged in some way in transit that's okay. that's what that is okay um well when a person signs up for the insurance does ACT send them anything to for proof actually they would get an email confirmation Letting them know that the everything went through, it does have some um some links on there for them to access their documents, but because it's online, it is paperless, and so everything they need would be available for them to download online, so nothing is actually physically mailed out, okay, and then of course they have will have um a file on the site where they that they can always access it for another time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, policy number or something. Okay. Well, what is not, not covered under the ACT program? Okay. Well, like I mentioned earlier, toys um, are, are definitely a high exposure. So anything really that's designed for infants and toddlers um, is is something that would be excluded under the annual policy. Um, ingestibles. So food and then topical products like cosmetics and lotions, candles, tobacco-related products, um, equestrian products like saddles, harnesses, horse furnishings, ammunitions, weapons, and children's furniture. Those, again, are excluded from product liability on the annual policy. But these products, it does not matter. If they just needed a three-day event, because we're not providing product liability, they can still buy the the short-term show policy regardless of what their product is. Okay, so I'm making saddles. In fact, I have a member on the site who is a saddle maker, and he buys this policy for three, four days. That's fine. Right, he can get that yes. policy. He just he just wouldn't be covered under the the product liability um, for the on the annual policy. Okay. All right. So this that's yes. so uh, okay. Um, so let's say um, well, I know a lot of my friends are in Florida right now, and I haven't heard any bad storms this year, which is great news. Um, mm-hmm. Fingers so crossed. I haven't heard of. Yeah, really. But it's about the time of year when the California shows show up, and uh, out there in Palm Springs, down Palm Desert, I've I've heard of some had some pretty bad storms out there last year. Let's say I have your your policy for the Scottsdale Arts Festival, and I'm not trying to put a kibosh on the show, but a bad storm comes up, and how do I submit a claim? First thing you would do is contact us, Veracity Insurance. Um, at the uh, either by email or by phone, and we we start the claim process. We get all the information from you, and um, generally we would send you out some type of a form for you to fill out, and then the rest is left up to the carrier. We submit that form to them, and immediately the adjuster reaches out to the insured, and they they take it from there. Okay. We have another caller on the line from the 860 area code. Are you there? Yes, I'm there. Can you hear me? I sure can. Hello. Good, good. My name is Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi. What can we do for uh, you? My my question is, I'm a painter. Let's say I have a painting for $1,000 for sale in my booth, and it's stolen or destroyed or something along those lines. Does the insurance company reimburse me for $1,000 or just the cost of the canvas and frame? Yeah, the idea of insurance is is to make you whole again. Um, It's never to make you a profit. So it it doesn't replace um, retail cost. So what it does is it, it replaces um, what you need to reproduce your work. That, that's, that's generally how the policy responds. It is up to the adjuster um, as far as how far they take that, but it, it does give you what you need to reproduce your work. Okay, so it would be you know canvas, paint, and a frame, basically. Mm, yeah, yeah, and again, um, I can't 
speak for the adjuster and claim, claims like that, we always just we always submit them, and then again the adjuster takes over, and it's up to them. Um, but we have we like we have had claims for these types of things, and again nobody's nobody has come back and, and complained. The type of coverage that you're asking about is extremely expensive. Um, what it requires is uh, appraiser to appraise every piece that you have, and these pieces have to be scheduled on your policy. That's really the only way to get retail or replacement cost is is by getting a, an appraiser involved, and that can be anywhere from three thousand to five thousand and up uh, for the year for that type of coverage. Okay, so thank you. You've answered my question. You're welcome. And, and that brings to mind uh, something that uh, that at reg well happens way too regularly at art fairs. Some you know there are artists, there are jewelers who deal in precious gems and gold and silver jewelry, and every now and then they get robbed. And it they have found they cannot get insurance. Because it's kind of a relating to what you had to say, replacing um, gold and gems is and ensuring that in this situation is a very high risk business, and most of them, from what I understand, do not have insurance. They just are really careful. Yes, because yes, and we don't, we don't, we actually exclude precious metals like gold and silver and precious and semi-precious stones for that reason. I mean, most of the jewelry that, that we insure, you know, are like handmade, hand-tooled beads, you know, things like that. Um, we don't generally get people that do the precious and semi-precious for, for that reason because, you know, obviously they they want the replacement cost. And those types of policies are are certainly going to be more than than what ours costs. So, mm -hmm. okay. So, um, like to go back and talk a little, little bit more about why. Oh, did we ask this question about? Actually, I had someone ask me the other day. Well, why do I need this insurance if I have a homeowner's policy? Well, your homeowner's policy doesn't respond to business pursuits. I mean, if you if you're doing business out of your home generally they're not going to respond to a claim that has anything to do with your business um, unless you've got a business uh, policy, a BOP policy. But that's what this is kind of designed to, to kind of fill in that gap where um, your homeowner's policy is not going to respond because it's business-related. Um, the ACT Insurance will respond. Okay, so... Homeowners will not. Well, then, as you, I think you said this earlier that if you're doing business out of your home, home studio office, that that is something your homeowners agent needs to know about, right? Yes, because yes. it's a different it's, it's kind of thing. It's always a good together. idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because okay. you might, if you if you do that business out of your home and you don't have a policy like ours to fill in that gap, and you know you're you're depending on your homeowners. You you might be a little surprised when when they decline a claim because of mm -hmm. because you have that gap. So okay. it's just a recommendation we tell everyone if you're doing business out of your home that they should know that. Okay, I I have two callers here and I'm I'm not sure if I've already talked to them. Is someone calling okay. from area code four four zero? Are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, this is Connie. Yes, hello. Hi. Go ahead. I, I have. I just joined the show and um listening, and I have two questions. One is, um, is it possible to only insure uh, for liability only? If you go with our short-term show policies, yes. The gen that's just general liability. And you can do, I mean, like we have the $89 90-day policy, so you could do, you know, do one of those, and then when that one comes up, do another one. Um, it is more expensive to do it that way if you purchased four of those um, as, a, as opposed to the um, annual policy. But, yes, that is possible. If you just want liability, general liability, you can just purchase the short-term policies. 
Okay. Uh, the other question I had is um, uh, related to if I did have just liability, would um, suppose my tent uh, might blow into a neighbor's tent and break mm-hmm. either uh, the property or the uh, mm-hmm. items they're selling, would I be covered? That would your policy would definitely respond to that. That's a perfect example of general liability. Property damage to third parties. So your tent causing damage to someone else's property. Yes. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. We have this this caller from the six seven eight area code. Are you still there? And what I have do you have a question? Six seven eight? Yeah, no, I I don't really have any questions yet because this will be my first uh, fair coming up in Pompano, so I'm not really sure uh, what to expect or what to. So I'm just trying to get some information before I go. Well, thank you for listening and for for joining in. It, it's a lot of lot of helpful information, isn't it? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I thank thank you thank you for listening. Anyway, that's about it for now, folks. Um, I've been talking to Valerie Berenson from actinsurancepro.com, actinspro.com. And ACT has a special program just for artists and crafters. And I want to thank Valerie a lot for her time today and for talking to us and sharing this information. And if anyone has any questions for Valerie, you can come back to com. We have a podcast listing there that says High Winds, Flying Tents, and Liability for Artists and Art Fairs. And ask your question there. And, I'm I, Valerie, you'd come back in and answer some questions, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Okay. Looks like, oh, we have one more call. Let's see if we can get this in. Someone calling from the 541 area code? Okay. Looks like yes. Hello. Go ahead. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a, a question about the show uh, policy. Uh, is the 90 days is the period of time of the policy or uh, 90 days total of shows that that we are doing throughout the year? It's it's 90 consecutive days. And you can do that, yeah, you can do as many shows in that 90 consecutive days as you as you need to. Okay, and the one and and the 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 annual policy will that include the shows anyway? Yeah, the annual policy is is handled the same way as the show policy as far as you can do as many shows as you would like within that 12-month period. The, it just has better coverage. Okay. And I saw the list of the shows. I don't know if any of the shows I'm doing is in that list. Uh, so can I add shows that are not on the list? Yes, absolutely. When you purchase the policy, you can add it, or you can come back later and add your show later. Because a lot of times you may not know the exact information, like what the address, exact verbiage. They're very particular sometimes about what they want their certificate to say. So if you don't know that at the time you purchase it, you can log back in at any time and add it at your convenience. Okay. And the, the annual insurance will change if I do um, more shows than, I don't know, are you limiting the amount of shows a year or the amount we, of days? No, we do not limit the number of shows. You can do, and the certificates are all no charge to create. The only thing that would cost, would make your premium increase at renewal time, if you were suddenly, if you had a great year and you went from, 40,000 up to 70,000 in a year, then your policy would increase by $110. Okay, that's it for now, okay. folks. We're out of time. I'd like to thank our guests. Thanks everybody who called and thank you so much, Valerie. We have more interesting shows in the works with some of the nation's top show directors and artists. Our next po- podcast will be talking to show directors who are starting those shows and we're going to learn all their tips and their frightening things about how they can make their brand new shows work for you. Until then, 
We'll be posting info on this broadcast at artfairinsiders.com, and we welcome your information there. Take care, everybody. Download the podcast at iTunes and visit the podcast section of the iTunes and review our show. Till the next time, visit artfairinsiders.com. Tell your friends about us. Like us on Facebook and go out, create, and make money. We're counting on you to do that. Thanks for listening. <laughs>